Welcome to the Just Being Honest podcast show. This is your host, your toxic-free lifestyle advisor and mindset coach, KB. On the Just Being Honest podcast show, we are dedicated to educate the public about how to live a purely toxic-free lifestyle. By eliminating and dramatically reducing the use of many products and lifestyle threats that contain these harmful ingredients that often bombard our life in a mysterious manner, we too can all as a collective whole become healthier and mentally wealthier. So join me on the ride. We're getting deep. How's that? Can you hear? It's really great. We've got a wobbly table. You know what? Perfection and imperfection. We're back in action. Actually, okay. I have to admit, guys. Well, first off, let's back up. This is your host, KB. I have a very special guest on the show today. Um, You're going to be hearing some muffling in the background. Don't worry, it's not static. It's just ocean waves. Um, the only way that I get our next guest to be on the podcast is if I have a little slice of his time, and that is if I take him away from his immediate environment and uh, take him on a little mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, all the things, little retreat. So we are here in beautiful Mexico, escaping from the rain that we were in in Santa Barbara. And uh, just getting a little rejuvenation action. So, without further ado, I'm just going to jump into it. We have, guess what? A two-peat. And I'm sure we'll have a three-peat. The Mr. is back on the Just Being Honest podcast show. Hello, Hubs. How are you? Hi, Kilo Bravo. Kilo Bravo. (laughs) We are here. Thank you for having me back on. I always enjoy talking to you. He is such a... We don't talk enough. We need to talk more. I... (laughs) <laughs> to be honest, I haven't talked that much here. Mm, we have been we have been kind of quiet. It's been nice. It's been very relaxing. Yeah, internal. So I guess I kind of want to like part of the reason why we're, we are talking today to the public um, and kind of sharing more of our story is that the last time we got together to kind of talk to the whole audience. We were in Utah, and we had just gotten married. This is almost six months ago, and we are considered, quote-unquote, newlyweds, but I want to kind of jump into some of the things we've had to tackle, battle, um, work together through with, and just open up a conversation to share that everyone else might be in the same boat, may not. But first of all, how's it been, honestly? Because this show is called Just Being Honest. How has it been your first six months of married life with Kilo Bravo? <laughs> I want that. I just it has been amazing. <laughs> throw me under the bus. <clears throat> no, it's, it's, um, I think it's been a lot more for you than it has for me. I mean, I, obviously, I feel your energy. You know, you have integration with, you know, we're integrating a family with, with three kids and two dogs and, and different, you know, different, um, habits and lots of energy. And, um, I've been very kind of 
cautious with you and, and just really monitoring you. And that's one of the big reasons why we're here right now in Mexico, because <laughs> I felt you needed a little, a little getaway and get out of the rain and the cold. So, and my job as your husband is to make sure you're healthy and happy. That's one of my jobs and, uh, get you out of the rain. Um, thanks. Thanks, babe. <laughs> um, but I thought it was kind of getting you out <laughs> of the funk. So maybe intentionally or unintentionally, we were kind of saving each other, but we also kind of at the same time were putting forth the effort to actually kind of save ourselves too. Um, and we're talking mental health, I think, you know, me well, being, so yeah. like the total, like just being honest, right? So we, um, since we got married, we have been full on busy. I've been very, very busy with work. We've got a lot going on with, with family, your business, getting your business up and running, just all of this, um, stuff going on in our world. And, um, you know, we, it's been six months of just going full on since we got married. So that's been a lot for us. And one of the things like you, you know, we came down to Mexico, Mexico for just a quick, you know, long weekend getaway. And it was for, it really wasn't, you know, I looked at this little, little side trip is not for me. I needed you to be in a good place. Mm. And, you know, I, I, like my, when I function best in my world is when everyone around me is healthy and happy. Hmm. especially you um, and I recognize like you really needed to get into some warm weather and just check out for a few days and go to the spa and go in the ocean and, and do some earthing and all those things and and if you are in a good place then that's good for me I can grind away forever I don't you know I don't really need vacations um, but <laughs> I, shook my head. I need people around me to be healthy and happy I do need to go surfing every once in a while. Yeah. And we attempted to find a surf here. <clears throat> Thank you for that. But if we're just going to be honest in return. And guys, this is seriously how we communicate. It's like, no, but you really. Like, yes, he can totally grind forever. And our energetic levels are pretty different at times. Um, but as he said, when people around him are healthy and happy and content it makes him feel you know likewise it's the same as me like I feel all of your energy I feel all of your emotions and um, the navigation can be really tricky at times because we do forget about ourselves um, I just want to like something that came to my head and I'm going to be a little vulnerable here we had a little discussion and it kind of brought me back to because I've had a lot of introspection time while we've been here but um, that topic of worth right that topic of worth and um, many of you could probably relate to this but you know often at times especially me um, wanting to be such a hero and such a helper to people you're the same but how do we define worth to everyone when, um, you know, I'm like, am I adequate enough for this guy? You know, there, there are times where I think about that because you ask me like, oh, what does so-and-so do all day? And so then it makes me think about myself like, well, what, am I, am I adequate enough in what I do 
during the day for my husband, you know? Does he see that as worthy? And so many of you guys may kind of think similarly and overcompensate, because I feel like sometimes they overcompensate for you to see me as like successful or um, just, just, I don't know the other words <laughs> that match that. But like, I mean, I think, I mean, I think you, everyone, everyone has their, their purpose in the world and, and their, and their, the circle of things that they do. Right. Um, and you can't be everything to everyone. You can only, you can only be, you can only be, you know, what people need to a very small group of people. It's, you know, you cannot be everything to everyone. It's very, very difficult. You can't, it's impossible. You can't do it. Um, I think, you know, and I mean, everyone has their own value and, and worth. I mean, some people's value can be spiritual guidance and some people's value can be providing money to a situation. Mm. Um, I deal with all, a lot of times, you know, in my business, you know, the value that I bring is expertise in a certain area and people, people may invest in, in things that they're not experts in, but they have the capital to invest in something. And we have the expertise to operate. We happen to work, operate aircraft, um, but we're experts at operating airplanes. That's our value in that business and in, in our world, right? Um, I think we all add value in our own ways. Yeah. Yeah, it's just something to think about, you know, because oftentimes it's like he and I, okay, so the mister and I like literally, we said it on the last podcast, but if you looked at us on paper, you'd be like, whoa, they're pretty different, you know, in a lot of ways. But for some reason, if we go back to purpose and worth and all that, like, you know, he has such a great balance of that soft and very strong masculine energy that I need in my life because as though even though you say what is it I'm the you're the bull and I'm the china shop <laughs> he's like I'm the, yeah yeah Kate's the Kate's the china shop and I'm the bull I'm yeah. the china shop yeah and so that. you know like I need that energy sometimes to shake up my mundane routine um but I you know, as you've realized, like my service in this world is to, you know, be that starseed that I am, that that healer, um, and I take that on. And I think this kind of jumps us back into children. Mm. You know, it's been one of our biggest navigations that we've had to deal with uh, children, you know, external family members, emotions. And often at times I feel like you and I get lost, you could agree or disagree, but lost in our, we forget about our own emotions. How do I feel? Because we're moving constantly to navigate other people's health and happiness. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, like, honestly, you've been, we have had some challenges with family and integration, and I've had some family things going on. Um, and you've been such a great beacon for me to like talk about how I'm feeling about something not about what should I do about something but how I feel about it like you're that like you've been so valuable for me 
just in like recognizing how I'm feeling about something and is like, is it okay to feel like this? Um, and it's a really good starting point for me. And it's also validation. And if I, if you feel a certain way about something and you want to take action based on those feelings, it's validating, right? It's okay to feel like this. Yeah. You know, I have a tendency to try and rescue everyone in every situation. And sometimes it's okay to let things fail sometimes. Well, and yeah, fail. What do you say about failure? Um, fail forward. <laughs> fail forward. I've never heard. Have I heard that one? Fail I don't know. Forward. Fail forward. Well, failure is like one of the most, it's not failure. It's just like another means to feel the uncomfortable moment in a lesson to learn. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, but I kind of want to like put this out there because like, no, we've been talking a lot about the children, right? So my mister has three children. I have one fur baby. He has an additional fur baby. So the integration with that, like, I know there's a lot of parents out there listening. And I just want to say, like, holy smokes, like, being a parent is hard. I've had this crash course in being a parent. But, like, I'm just going to say one thing and one thing only. And I am so proud proud of our just continued support for one another mm-hmm. and communication skills and checking in you know because well, you, yeah you're like to to yeah stepping into three kids is you know being a parent is hard but you're stepping into three kids and various phases of their growth too mm-hmm. and you know we always you know you, we, you you basically you know you've jumped right into the boiling pot of water <laughs> the lobster <laughs> <laughs> and i've been standing in the pot since it was cold and the and the light fire was on underneath it and and then also uh you know there there's co-parenting happening now in our environment which adds complication um you know, there, there's just, it's just a lot. It's mm-hmm. a lot to navigate. And then, and then, you know, the kid, my kids are very strong. Yeah. They're all very strong kids and, and it's a lot. You're doing a really good job though. Well, I'm not looking you're, to like get praise on this. You're doing, you're doing amazing. And I, but it's like the communication thing I think has been really, really important for us. And also that like communication with their mom. Mm-hmm. You've done a me. You've, you've like you recognize that that how important that is to all be on the same team, and you've actually kind of been the spearhead of that, which has been great for me. So <laughs> thank you. <laughs> la 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 la, peacekeeper. Um, no, but I kind of want to jump into next about um, so. We didn't register when we got married, and usually a lot of people, when they get married, they get they register and they, they start their new house together. So I came into kind of an um, alternative living situation, and we're kind of starting to nest. What do you feel about that? How do you feel about that? I feel great. <laughs> you, have, <laughs> you have amazing taste, and I don't. Um, you're turning my bachelor pad into a home, and... Uh, it's great. I'm just kind of letting you do your thing. 
you're, you're a lot better at this stuff than I am. So, so when you buy a couch, then I get to sit on it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Do you hear that when you get a couch? Um, but, okay, so in regards to, like, you know a lot of people when they um, – they get married, they become newlyweds, and they start to think that they have to do everything at the same time, you know, like in the kitchen, because that's another place that we're pretty different at, and, um, and like what point of, oh, I hate to use the word advice, Mm -hmm. but forward thinking, let's just say. Would you give to people that are maybe jumping into a relationship or living with a significant other that you can create your own modern rules? Because I feel like we've done that and it's really, really working out. Yeah. Well, I, like I, what I would say is I have the benefit of being a little bit older and I've had lots of coaching in life um, and everyone, everyone has to have a role. We can't. You know, you and I can't do the same thing. We can't have the, the same talents, right? So, you ha- and you have to trust your partner. I just trust you to make really good decisions on things because you're better at it than I am. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, but if I if it's a if it's a it's something that I'm an expert at and I I feel like I'm better suited to make decisions around, then I'll speak up and like and say something. And you you know you're great about it. like yeah you totally you got this one, but I just let you do your thing because you're way better at it than I am. And I don't, my opinion is not as good as yours. And I know that about myself Mm -hmm. and I know I trust, you know, and that's that to me. Yeah. Do I think we should have a blue couch? I don't know. Like a, or should I just trust you that a a tan or a white one or whatever it is is going to be better. Right. I just have to rely on you because you have way better taste than I do. So that's your role. <laughs> what questions do you have for me or the audience? Oh, questions. Ask me anything. I can ask you. How has the first six months of marriage been for you? It's been a blur. Really? That's the first word that comes to my head. It's been a blur. To be honest, in the very beginning, I was like, <clears throat> like, constantly like, what is marriage? Like, is this marriage? Is this what it's supposed to be like? And I think it's because society implants this thought, this seed in one's mind, this construct. Can I Mm. use that word? Construct, sure. Um, Of this is how it's supposed to feel, be, this is what you're supposed to do. This is the the next step. And we just, oh, there's whales behind you. Mm. Anyways, (laughs) there's whales. Um, But anyways, I think by us creating our own untraditional path and you know, like kind of going with the motion and not looking too far ahead, but taking everything baby steps, step by step. I think, I think it's really much more calming. Um, I am going to give you a hundred percent praise in recognizing when I am unsettled energetically, when I start to feel like I can't focus, you know what I mean? Um, when I start to spaz out and I think I need someone that does that for me. Mm-hmm. You have something to say. Go. <laughs> Here we go. You said I can ask questions. Go for it. So how, so you have, um, one of the things I've recognized 
in you now as as my wife and you you are very protective mm -hmm. you're very protective and it's really interesting to me because I haven't really had that in my life somebody like wanting to know where I'm at and what's going on and questions and I and I it's been really how is that tell me about that being a wife now and having a husband that has to answer to you mm. and being part of a team well um yes I'm very very protective of you um almost to the point where I question myself am I being like a helicopter wife but I don't think so because I think as part of my role in your life because you understand me very well and I understand you very well and I can without saying anything kind of feel where you're at and part of the protection role that comes to me is out of general like being your watchdog like if you're gonna go too far you say you can grind forever but guess what I'm seeing you do this I'm seeing you do that I'll see you hit a wall if you keep trying to go down this path <laughs> you will hit that wall so hard it's not gonna bust through I'll break through the wall nope I will break through the wall you definitely might not <laughs> um, but the thing is I just you're such a good soul and I know a lot of people, like when we talk about boundaries, right? A lot of people can take advantage of a good soul. You mm. know, you're such a giver, you care so much <clears throat> about people, and I'm very, very protective of, over that. Mm. Um, yeah, so I hope that answered the question, but, <laughs> but it's not, it's, well, I mean, it's I think, not always I think, easy being the wife to you. Well, I mean, it's, it's a new, we're both, you know, this is a, I'm a, I'm a new husband. You're a new wife. Like it's, it's, I'm, and I'm, I'm also 50 years old. This, I've yeah. learned a lot in life. So it's a really, it's been a very interesting thing for me navigating a marriage now and like being like having somebody there that I like, Oh my God, I have to check in with my wife. You know, I'm in meetings in LA running around LA all day and I haven't talked to you. I realize I haven't talked to you all day and I feel obligated to call you mm -hmm. and check in. So how you're doing. And it's just, it's an interesting shift than, than I've had and or you've ever had. Yeah, true. Um, um, how does it, you, you can continue asking questions, but I wanted to switch, kind of switch the question on you mm -hmm. and say, how does it feel to be protected? Um, I, you know, I, I, it feels great. I feel loved. I feel like somebody's got my back, which I've, I've, struggled with for a lot of years you know I've always been the one that like you said I'm trying and trying to help people and doing everything I can for everyone and um, to my detriment sometimes and I think having you there watching out advocating for me is is really helping me a lot you know like checking in with you just simple things like checking in and hey this is how I feel about that something right and then having you reflect that back on me and, and it's been very helpful I think so. cool what other what, throw some more at me <laughs> I want to know um habits 
Mm. Like we've, we're, you know, <laughs> we, you're a very habit driven person. You're very, you're probably the most, I mean, I think your listeners know that you're about the most disciplined person they've ever met or heard of, but you are, I'm like, I'm a disciplined person, but you are like next level discipline. Have you had to change your mindset on habits now that you're a wife and are you, like, are you, tell me about that. Wait, my mindset on habits? Yeah, on habits and like, because you were, you had your, your routine, your habits and everything you, it was in, you built your life around, but now you're in a different environment. Mm -hmm. How have you, have you, have you had to change or adapt at all? A thousand percent. Yeah. So, I mean, my habits, like, you know, I have my wellness habits. If I don't meditate, I'm not always a happy person. If I don't have functional fitness movement in my life, I, I create the, the non-me, right? The non-me comes out. I become very better and I need that health and wellness. What? Tell me about the non-me. I want to know about the non-me. The non-me? What is that? I think your listeners should know this too. Okay, so the non-me. What is the non-me? So non- when I'm not living for my truth, my authentic self, my needs, um, like, in mine are primarily my mental health, and what what are the tools in my toolbox to create that? When I start giving myself to other people before myself, as in... Um, you know, going beyond my boundaries, if that makes sense, then the non-me comes out. I'm overcompensating for someone else. And that, and that, when I say that, I'm not saying like, not adapting to, you know, say like, oh, I can do a yoga practice in the afternoon. I don't have to do it right now so I can, you know, X, Y, Z, help this person out. Um, that's like a different story. But when I'm because in the beginning of our relationship, I almost felt bad for going to my yoga classes. Do you remember that? Because mm-hmm. I was like, um, he needs me there all the time, you know, or I need to be there around them all the time. And the non-me comes out and I become bitter when I don't take care of myself. But that, that was more self-imposed, not... Exactly. That was you being self-reflective, not yeah. driven by... But I think the non-me is created a lot by the stories that I create in my my mind. And I'm very good at doing that. Yeah. Because, you know, love languages, words of affirmation are a big deal. Mm -hmm. At least they are for me. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I hope that answers your question. That's good. That's good. What's your non-me? I want to know your non-me. Oh, my God. My non-me. I mean, there's the the me that I, that I want to be. Ooh, tell me that. You know, the 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 husband that's always there to you know be everything I can possibly be for my wife. The dad, the boss, the CEO that I I want to be the perfect person all the time. That you know striving to, but you just can't. You can never. You know, you can't be perfect all the time. And it's and I you know it's failure is. One of the things, like when you fail in, uh, not like a hard fail, but if you don't re- if you don't react to somebody the way that they really need you to react to them or interact with them, you know, especially like with you and I and the kids, that's when it's the, those are the really important relationships, right? And I, you know, I've that's it's tough. 
and I feel bad when I don't show up that way, the way that you need me or the kids need me. Uh, but I am, I feel like I'm getting more, I feel like I'm getting better at recognizing when I'm not going to show up authentically me. Mm. You know, that's something that, how, like how am I, I always, especially when you're, when tensions or you're, you know, like you're, there's a challenge, you're dealing with a challenge, right? You have a tendency to react right away. And I've really been working on like stopping and thinking, how am I, how am I feeling right now? Not what is this person doing or what is this person saying or acting or however, not them, it's really me. How am I feeling about the situation, what this person is presenting to me, how they're showing up for me, whatever it is, right? How am I feeling right now? And if I just ask myself that question, it usually changes the way I respond. And I give, I give the people, I give you, you know, a much better, you know, much more of what you need. You know, I mean, with you, you know, you're, you have a lot of energy all the time and you're, you know, you're just, there's a lot going on <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> and, and it's, and I, and I like, sometimes it can get overwhelming for me, but I recognize that I'm getting overwhelmed sometimes. Mm -hmm. Right. And I, as soon as I recognize that, it just changes how I like respond to you. And I, it usually comes out more in humorous or me, you know, giving you a hard time about doing too much or, you know. So. Or staring at me when I do things backwards, which is, that's just how I do it. Yeah, but if I, res if it, like, if, if you allow, you know, if you, if somebody is like, if a couple, if you're in a relationship, I think a lot of relationships end up with people getting annoyed with each other. Mm. And like, if you do something a certain way, or if I do something, if I leave my clothes on the ground or whatever it is, right? you just get annoyed with me. So people, they just get annoyed as opposed to like, how do I feel about that? You know? Um, and it just, it changes, it changes everything when you really, when you're, when you're, when you try and be self-reflective. So I guess if I'm, if I'm really trying to be authentically me and who's the real me, it's really me allowing myself to feel how I'm feeling about a situation or you or the kids or a colleague at work or a client. Um, um, it's really helped me a lot with negotiations in business, you know, not allowing my emotions to drive the bus on a negotiation and really just sitting back and like, how am I feeling about this? How am I feeling about this person that I'm negotiating with right now? Are they worth it? Are they worth the negotiation? Right. Or what do I, you know, so it's, I use it a lot now. It's been very helpful for me. Feelings are meant <clears throat> to feel. And... Another thing is I've had to learn amongst adaptation because I did have, you know, I had my little studio where everything was in its place. I could have everything feng shui set up and I had to learn this. I think it's going to be very helpful to many of you. Is it a me problem or is it a them problem? So let's say putting dishes in dishwasher, asking whatever, the youngest. Um, can you put that in the dishwasher when you're done, right? So maybe they put it in the dishwasher, don't rinse it off to perfection. Whose problem is that? A me problem or their problem? It's a me problem, right? 
but they put it in the dishwasher, so that's winning. <laughs> so they're they're on the trajectory. But I have had to learn that with like you and like clothes or just the way. That's that's a huge adaptation for me, especially being a Virgo. But I wanted to ask you, like, the way that we've been going so far, like, what are the feelings that you were talking about feelings? What are the feelings that come up inside of you often? Like, just in regards to our relationship. Well, I mean, I you know, you're... Uh, I mean, I guess I would describe you as my kind of safe haven. I have a lot of energy around me, and you're sort of my... I've, I've learned that you're, like, the safe place. And, you know, when we first started seeing each other and we first met, that was one of the things where I'm like, we're so different, she's not going to be safe. That's That was a red flag for me. But what I learned was that the opposite was true. And you are very accepting. Like, safety comes from acceptance too, right? Mm-hmm. Accepting things about each other creates a, a very safe place for us to be open, honest, you know, totally transparent. And... Um, you know, having that, it's just like putting a big hug around a person. You know, it's like safe. So I think that's been the biggest thing. I love it. He's the best. Isn't he the best? <laughs> We're almost done now. I will wrap it up unless you have something to throw out there. But I want, I know, especially a lot of clients that I work with, um, and you may deal with it too from friends, colleagues, what have you. But um, difficult conversations, difficult conversations. How do you navigate um, starting a difficult conversation with your significant other? Do you, do we need an example? <laughs> I mean, so I always I have a whole thing in in business, and and as an aviator, some of you know I don't know if your audience knows, but I'm a, I started my career as a pilot. And we have this thing in, in aviation, uh, early detection, small correction, and try and recognize things early and address them early before they become in, like insurmountable. Mm. And I use that. I learned that as a as a young pilot, learning to fly airplanes. My first flight instructor beat that into me: figure things out early and make small corrections, mm-hmm. because if you catch it too late, it could be too it could be ir- unrecoverable. Um, when you when you have a, a challenge, you know when the, when in an aircraft, it's all everything compounds, right? When you have a small mistake, it leads into a little bit bigger mistake, you know, and it just keeps compounding. A bigger mistake, a bigger mistake, a bigger mistake, and it just you know it and it becomes insurmountable if it gets too if it if it if you let it go too long. And the same thing in business, and and it's even more meaningful in relationships. Mm-hmm. And I think with you and I. We're really, what's what, and I think this comes from maturity as well, not internalizing things and bringing it to the surface very early uh, has been really, like from day one, I mean, you and I have been that way from day one, like bringing things up right away and it never becomes a big deal. Yeah. I love it. No, 100%. I agree. High five. (laughs) I love this man so much. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, One last thing I think everyone could take away is something that I even wrote in my vows was that topic of love, feeling love, saying love. 
because everyone always waits for the perfect time to say how they feel. But if I could just leave everyone with a takeaway, and then you can leave everyone with a takeaway if you want, <laughs> is in the regards to saying I love you, if you feel it, no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, say it. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> Right. Thank you very much for having me on. Of course. Again. You're I welcome back it. anytime. You never know. You may be on this show with me permanently. This is a surprise. I didn't know. You're like, hey, let's be on let's do pod, let's do the podcast. So I always pack my mic. I love it. Here we are. Okay. All right. Guys, it has been another awesome episode. Send this on to a friend and a family member that could maybe use a little, you know, words of advice. Not to say that we're perfect, but we're pretty much perfectly imperfect. Um, that we have a lot of great guests coming on to the show. Please head on over to Apple iTunes and rate the Just Being Honest podcast. Give us a little boost of authenticity. Five stars would be greatly appreciated. Let us know what you loved the best about this episode. Send us in a comment. And I will see you next time. Kiss, kiss, hug, hug, peace, love, ciao. I don't work with just any brand out there. I have been honored um, to work with some amazing brands, though, and I do want to share them with you guys because, you guys, they shouldn't be a secret, am I right? So the first brand that I want to share with you is Wish Garden Herbs. I know you've heard me speak about them once, twice, three times, four times, but I wanted to give you guys 20% off orders of $25 or more using code HONESTKB. Um, what's Wish Garden Herbs anyways? They are ancient remedies for the modern world. They're women-owned and family-run since 1979, and they are the fastest-growing liquid herbal extract brand in the U.S., they specialize in formulating radically effective herbal tinctures made from organic, sustainably sourced plants. So I love this Midwest brand as well, just because I'm a Midwest girl. And they have so many natural herbal formulas that'll help boost your immunities. So check them out. Again, that code is HONESTKB for 20% off orders of $25 or more. The other company I really want to toot their horn because I'm loving them, a lot of people, perhaps myself included, are going to start traveling again. And with comes travel comes a little bit of dehydration. And when we're dehydrated, we have more opportunity setting us up for jet lag. Y no bueno. So I want to give you guys 10% off this um, electrolyte mix with the code HONEST, H-O-N-E-S-T, 10% off. It is yours, Electrolyte Mix. Guys, they are clean. They are also a women-owned business. I love to support them. Great crew. And last but not least for today, I want to share with you Joy, J-O-I, right? Using code HONESTKB, you can get 10% off. They are... The leaders, I truly believe, I'm just going to say this, they are truly the leaders in um, nut milks. They are not filled with any additives. And plus, their nut milk, their oat milk, is a powder. So you can take it on the go, take it to travel with you wherever you go, and just take a little scoop, 
replace it with some water and add it to your favorite bread beverage or drink it alone. So again, that's Honest KB for 10% off, J-O-I. You'll love it.